Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events behind the scenes footage and so much more plus you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon it's in you please be in it visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now that's podcast with an s thanks from kqed Welcome back to Forum. I'm Michael Krasny. The Golden Gate Bridge Highway and Transportation District will vote on Friday whether or not to raise the Golden Gate Bridge toll by $2. With car traffic, along with bus and ferry ridership way down because of the pandemic, the agency is facing a $48 million budget deficit. Officials say federal emergency funds being used to pay employees will run out at the end of the month. And joining us to talk about all this is Mallory Mench, staff writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. And welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. Let me also say good morning to Dennis Mulligan, who's general manager of the Golden Gate Bridge Highway and Transportation District. Welcome to the program, Dennis. Good morning, Michael. Good morning to you. And uh, let me begin, Mallory Mench, with you so we can just lay things out for listeners what we're talking about here. Um, Three options basically are in front of the board to vote on this Friday to some way come out of this fiscal crisis. Lay it out for us, if you would, kindly. Agency um, is trying to uh, fill a $48 million deficit um, in this fiscal year. So in order to do that, when the federal relief funds uh, run out at the end of this year, they're looking at three options. Um, The first of those would eliminate um, 205 positions. Um, that's uh, 146 people who are actively employed who, who could be laid off. Um, uh, another option is to uh, temporarily raise the toll um, by uh, $2. So that would raise things for the average car from uh, $770. Um, it's a range of 770 to 870 um, that people would be paying depending on how they're paying for that toll. Um, they do definitely want to hear from the public on that. So we'll be holding a public hearing. Um, and um, if they do choose after that public hearing um, not to raise the toll, then those layoffs will automatically be triggered on December 5th. The third option is a bit of a hybrid, so it shares some of the financial burden between the employees and the customers. You know, everyone, of course, is in a difficult economic situation, so that would raise the toll less. It'd be by one twenty-five instead of two dollars, and there would also be an agreement to furlough some staff for one day a week, um, but not totally lay them off. But if I go to you on this, Dennis Mulligan, none of these measures is really going to solve the deficit crisis that we're in, is it? Uh, Michael, you're right. None of them fully solve it, but they move us closer to solving it. A $48 million shortfall is a lot to overcome. Uh, All three options have about the same economic impact of either cutting costs or raising revenues, um, but all three options would then result in us still spending down our emergency and operating reserves this fiscal year, and we'd be looking at another deficit next fiscal year if things don't change and turn around. Well, at this point, uh, you also have to, I guess, pretty much eliminate the idea of more CARES federal money coming in, even though I suppose it's possible that something could be worked out. I know you were somewhat sanguine about it at one point, or hopeful maybe would be a better word, but now it looks pretty brutal to you. That's the word you used, I think. 
Uh, the choices before our board are brutal because we need to cut costs or raise revenues. There's been a precipitous drop in travel in the corridor, and the federal money we got is running out, like lots of businesses and nonprofits. And so we have the same choices as the neighborhood restaurant, airlines, or your neighborhood nonprofit, and they're not pleasant choices. But I think hope is not a strategy. And at this juncture, there is no uh, legislation on the table that all parties are agreeing to that provides additional funding for transit or many other industries or local governments that are also hurting. Well, transit agencies really across the country are struggling, uh, but we're hitting a fiscal cliff here sooner. Why? We're hitting a fiscal cliff sooner than most transit agencies because we use different sources of revenues to fund our transit. A lot of agencies rely upon sales tax revenues, and everyone thought that sales tax revenues would fall off the cliff and never bounce back. The reality is they've had a bad quarter, but then people are shopping online. They're using DoorDash and Amazon. And so sales tax revenues have not taken as big a hit as our revenues. Our ferry business is, is funded with uh, half the cost by uh, fares paid by our customers. Well, if ridership is down 96%, I don't have those ferry passenger fares coming in to pay for my ferry service. My bus service is funded half by bridge tolls. And if people aren't crossing our bridge, I don't have the toll money to pay for the bus or the ferry service. And so we have a huge drop in demand for our service. We've cut service. The question is, you know, should we lay off staff or should we keep people employed when there's no work for which they're originally hired and no direct funding for them? And if we choose to keep them on board, how do we pay for it? Um, that's why the choices are brutal. They're great well, there's staff. a public hearing on this on November 23rd, and the district really wants to hear from the public. And I'd like to hear from the public as well. Uh, what are your questions about a possible bridge toll hike? You can give us a call now. And if you want to weigh in here, now is the time. Call us at our toll-free number, 866-733-6786. The number again for your calls, 866-733-6786. Or get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum or email. Any questions or comments you might have to forum at kqed.org. Let me go back to Mallory Mensch, who again is staff writer for the San Francisco Chronicle and who's been covering this. About 150 jobs at stake here, Mallory. Where's the union in all this? So I did just speak um, this morning with the president of the Amalgamated Transit Union, Local 1575, who represents about 250 bus operators. And bus operators would be the most impacted um, if these layoffs were to go through. It'd be about 88 um, actively employed bus operators who could lose their jobs. Um, the union said that they've been working actively with the district since uh, September 11th um, on this issue, which is when the district um, issued a notice that they could have these layoffs um, within two months or, or after two months. And um, he said that he was working on different options. They were open and, and understood that they may need to furlough staff. Obviously, they prefer to furlough instead of laying off, especially to preserve those health care benefits during the pandemic. Um, and, and he said that the surcharge actually he felt was a surprise that he said came up about two weeks ago um, in their discussions. Um, you know, ultimately, you know, his his role and is to ensure that his members are taken care of, try to preserve those jobs as much as possible. So he said, you know, whatever the, the district wants to do um, with raising charges, it is up to them. Um, he did, you know, wonder why maybe that burden was being shifted to drivers um, during an economic recession um, and pointed out that the district does have 219 million in capital reserves, um, which I know from, from my discussions with the district are really trying to avoid using those. Obviously, they're saved up, reserved for some of those bigger projects that are hard to fund. What about those reserves, Dennis Mulligan? I'd like to also ask you about the fact that uh, since we're talking about the union here, the president of the Amalgamated Transit Union, Local 275, 
said he was perplexed why the bridge hike even came up because there was a lot of talk about furloughs and alternate plans to to lay off. We have a financial crisis. We need to raise revenues or reduce costs. Uh, the unions were saying they don't want to reduce costs. They don't want to lay people off or they don't want to furlough enough to have the same amount of cost savings. So if we're not going to reduce costs, we have to consider raising revenues. We should put all options on the table. We should ask the public to weigh in and tell us what they think. Um, so the available options are our biggest expense is people. If we need to reduce costs. Uh, we need to reduce the amount of people that we employ, even though they're great people and great employees. And the only revenue source that really generates money for us is tolls. So if we're going to not bankrupt the agency, we need to look at either staff or tolls. And on the staff side, every day we send some bus drivers home without driving. They're great employees, but we don't have work for them because no one's riding the bus. And every day we have ferry staff painting curbs and bollards in the parking lot to keep them actively working. And so the question is, you know, these are great employees. Should we pay and keep them on the payroll, even though we don't have the work that they're hired for. People are not going from Marin and Sonoma into San Francisco. Uh, people are working from home in large numbers. And until that changes, what do we do if there's a, a huge precipitous drop in travel in the corridor? Well, there's been a pretty precipitous drop. Uh, bus ridership is down by about 75% and ferry ridership uh, 96%. And bridge tolls have a lot to do with the revenue that has to be uh, coming in. There's about a loss of $2 million weekly since uh, March in bridge tolls and transit fares. Let me again invite those of you listening to join this conversation. If you have questions or comments, we welcome your involvement. Toll-free number 866-733-6786. Let's go to a caller. Ryan joins us from Berkeley. Ryan, you're on the air. Hey, nice to talk to you again. I am um, I'm learning something new because I know that the toll supports um, our overall system, but I feel like there should be some other agencies that are taxing people besides just the toll, because on the worker side, you have the drivers, you have the workers, but on the civilian side, you have a lot of people who just can't afford to be adding another dollar. You know, that might be their coffee. That might be their oatmeal. That might be their, that might be their, um, bus tickets. Some people are driving and still commuting even after they drive. So I was more sure of myself before I got on the phone, but listening to you talk more, it really, really is a, a, a complex situation. And uh, it doesn't seem like there's a winner on either side, really. Well, I thank you for those thoughts. It is complex indeed. And, uh, you know, a couple dollars raised, especially in these pandemic times, uh, really has its impact on a lot of people. Uh, Wondering, though, Dennis Mulligan, Dennis Mulligan, again, is general manager of the Golden Gate Bridge Highway and Transportation District, what you say to a, a listener named J.M. who tweets, this is serious mismanagement. You know, I, I, the Bridge District didn't cause the pandemic. We had a business model that was sustainable, like your neighborhood restaurant, like the airlines. And uh, are the airlines mismanaged because all of a sudden they're, you know, looking at having to lay off staff because people aren't flying? People are not riding our buses. People are not riding our ferries. And so we have cut the amount of service out there. We've cut all of our weekend ferry service. We've cut 75% of our weekday ferry service. So we've reduced levels. The question is, uh, should we continue to employ staff? And we're facing the same decisions that the airlines were facing about a month and a half ago where their CARES Act money was running out. And then they had to choose, should they lay people off or not? And they unfortunately had to lay people off because they don't have a revenue source that they could tap into. Since we have a revenue source that's available, it's prudent to ask the public the question. We're a public agency. We should put all the options out there. Would you rather us raise tolls by two bucks or would you rather us lay off employees for whom we don't have work, even though they're great employees? 
I'm going to read another tweet. This is a listener who writes, toll increases have never been temporary after the 1989 earthquake. Uh, Caltrans said their Bay Bridge toll increase was temporary, but the increase just kept increasing. The Golden Gate Bridge staff should be honest and sell a proposed toll increase as permanent because it will be. That's a listener's point of view. Let me hear from another listener. Trish joins us by phone here from Sebastopol. Trish, welcome. Suggesting that they lower the toll and surprise everybody. And everybody will, you know, a lot of people will drive into the city, bring more commerce in. You know, make it a pre-Christmas surprise. Well, there's a unusual uh, suggestion, Dennis Mulligan. Lower the toll and get more drivers. That's uh, a great suggestion. Um, the issue is if we lower the toll, even if we get a few more drivers, we won't have enough revenues to maintain our current staffing levels. And that's really a, 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 one of those choices that no organization ever wants to face. And what about your response to Lewis, who says, how many administrators make over $100,000? $10 tolls are insane. It will only lower ridership. Just fire administrators who make too much money. The layoffs also includes administrative staff. It's not just the direct ferry and bus staff where there's been a drop in their service. If we have less bus and ferry staff, we would have less support staff. And then also on the same agenda for this Friday, in addition to should we raise tolls or you know, layoff staff is an item that would have a 10% pay cut for all of our management staff and board members here at the Bridge District. And Mallory Minch, wasn't there um, on, on 9-11, on September 11th, uh, a warning that was issued about mass layoffs? Uh, that's a legal requirement. I believe you have to 60 days before a mass layoff. That went out, didn't it? That's right. Um, it did go out and, and the district was anticipating um, in advance that the, the CARES Act funding would run out by the end of November. So they wanted to give themselves the leeway that, you know, if we get to that point and we do need to lay off people, we've already let them know. Um, so that's why the union said they have been in talks um, since uh, September 11th um, with the district um, about what the impacts of that could be, different options and, and how to mitigate it. And here's Matt joining us from San Francisco. Matt, welcome. Thank you. Um, my name is Matt Miller from San Francisco. I'm a mobile notary, and I'm calling in regards to the fare hike on the Golden Gate Bridge. I, I don't think this is uh, beneficial for anyone because I'm an essential worker, and I've been working throughout, and I use the bridge often. And uh, now all of a sudden they want to come along and hike the fares and, and you know, move the goalposts, essentially. Um, I, I think the Golden Gate Bridge Authority should be reevaluating their spending. Maybe they shouldn't be spending you know, hundreds of millions of dollars on a netting system that, you know, costs more than the value of the bridge, and then maybe they wouldn't be in this situation. Matt, I thank you for that call. I'll go back to you, Dennis Mulligan. Spending, want to comment? Yeah, one of the options is to cut costs. One of the options is to lay off staff and to uh, reduce costs and also to have a 10% pay cut for the managers that are left. And so clearly one of the options before our board this Friday is should we reduce costs and, or should we raise revenues? And if people don't want us to uh, raise revenues, we want to hear from people, then on Friday the board could choose to uh, reduce costs. Um, unfortunately, though, our biggest expense is people and our only revenue source as substantive as tolls. So the options are limited. And so it's important that people weigh in just like uh, Matt did from San Francisco. You're really asking for the public to weigh in here, uh, and they can indeed do that. As I said earlier, uh, there will be public hearings uh, later on this month. Uh, I just want to Go back to another email here with you, Dennis Mulligan. This is a listener who writes, and this is now becoming a, sort of a sentiment of some listeners. This listener says, I was in high school in San Francisco in the 60s, and we were told 
the new $1 bridge toll would be temporary. Don't expect me to fall for that again. All Golden Gate employees need to be furloughed one day a week to save those jobs. So again, there's a sense of lack of confidence that when a bridge toll goes up, it's going to be temporary or evanescent. That seems to be looked at skeptically, but also he's talking about, uh, this particular listener is talking about furloughing one day a week to save jobs. If we furlough one day a week, it doesn't save enough money to match the cost savings associated with the layoff. So one of the options is to furlough all of our bus and ferry staff one day a week. Um, we would still have more staff than we would need on a daily basis for all the service currently out there. So in order to achieve the same level of cost savings or revenue enhancements, it would require a $1.25 uh, toll surcharge. If we want to match the cost savings associated with the layoff, the furlough would have to be uh, significantly more than just one day a week unpaid for staff. And here's a listener who says a ferry ride around the bay has been a COVID safe, sanity saving activity for me and my partner. We get on in Oakland, have a cocktail or two, enjoy the fresh air, walk around Ferry Plaza and come back to Oakland. Makes for a lovely day. I encourage other locals to give it a try. Uh, maybe a fare increase on the ferries? What about that? Dennis? A ferry, a fair increase in the ferries wouldn't generate enough revenue because ferry ridership is down 96%. There's very, very yeah. few people riding the boats. So it doesn't really move the needle at all with respect to the financial crisis facing yeah. the bridge district. Uh, I'm afraid that was uh, what I expected you to say. Here's a tweet, um, and maybe I go to you on this, Mallory Mensch. Paul wants to know, why do we fund infrastructure from fees? If the bridge was closed, how much would it damage the economy? I may have to defer to Dennis on that one since he's more familiar with the, the funding for the bridge. If the bridge was closed, it would have a devastating impact on the community because people have to travel between the North Bay and San Francisco. And if the bridge was not available, they'd have to drive around the Richmond San Rafael Bridge and the San Francisco Oakland Bay Bridge. So to go from Sausalito to City Hall would be probably about 60 miles longer and take significantly longer, even in the absence of uh, traffic. Uh, so it, it would not be good for the community. So again, if you could, Dennis Mulligan, outline how the community can make uh, their voices heard here and become part of the public uh, contribution to uh, at least the dialogue that's been going on? Certainly. Um, you could send comments to the Bridge District. You could uh, you know, comment uh, via the, the forums tweet. We're tracking what uh, the comments are coming into the various media outlets. But tomorrow, our board has choices that no organization ever wants to face. We have a $48 million shortfall. They're looking at should they reduce costs or raise revenues or some combination thereof. To reduce costs, they're looking at doing a layoff of staff in our bus and ferry divisions primarily, where we've had a drop in uh, demand for their services. Uh, to raise revenues to mirror that amount of cost savings would require a $2 toll surcharge. Should we start a public process in the $2 toll surcharge? Or should tomorrow the board say, no, we're not gonna go down that path. We should just lay people off. Or is there an, uh, a split the baby option where you uh, furlough our employees one day a week unpaid, but that doesn't save enough, so you'd have that coupled with the $1.25 toll surcharge? Well, I That's hope the public indeed will make their voices heard in this, and I'm going to read a final comment from Marilee, who writes, if bridge employees are laid off, won't the cost go to the unemployment costs anyway? I'm in favor of raising tolls. There's still less way than what is paid for bridges in New York. Thank you for being a part of this morning's program. Thanks to Dennis Mulligan and Mallory Mensch. And thank you, our listeners. And for all of us here at KQED Public Radio, please stay safe. I'm Michael Krasny.
Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.